It's Ryan Grant, Green Bay Packers, and I'd like to introduce the Packers podcast. I am very excited. I absolutely love the Packers. <laughs> yes, sir. With Packer People 12 and Big B. Big B, nice to meet you, Big B. Social media fans, if they traded up to get Jordan Love. Carry the G. Packers legendary quarterback, Brett Hundley. MySpace and the Cheesehead TV comment. Okay, that, that's just stupid. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Your names are awesome, so everything else is good to go. But let's, uh, let's have fun talking about Packers stuff. Go Pack, go. Well, uh, that was a disaster. I'm Joey of Underage Packers. As always, joined by my co-host, Big B. I just feel like, you know, I was going to force like an exciting energy there, but there is nothing to be excited about as my hat picks up as a green screen. There is not, okay. Now, this episode, we're going to be recapping the Bucks game, but mostly looking at the fans' reaction and how terrible it was. I don't know if Big B will get out a single word this game, I might. I'll probably even ask him a question. He'll, he'll just nod or um, shake his head no. Um, but we'll also go with the normal format. We're not changing. Uh, first quarter. It's a nice start. The first quarter is so misfined to me. It, I can't believe that happened on the same day. I can't believe that first quarter happened four hours ago. At this point, it's a, it's a nice start. Rogers gets a run in for a TD that is called back. He has a, a great celebration. And we're feeling like we should win this game. It's pretty much going the way we expected. Okay. Uh, and second quarter, things go sideways. Um, the Rodgers interceptions. Me and Big B care way too much about Aaron Rodgers' stats. I mean, okay, so the interception is heartbreaking enough just because the Buccaneers now have the ball. But now it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's a mark. It's a mark on the stat sheet. And... After, okay, let's just go to the third and fourth quarter. After those two interceptions, this team was not the same. And I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily the right way to put it, but they did not play the same. They, not enough to be said. There is too much to be said about how awful every uh, aspect of this team was after those two interceptions. Rodgers playing bad. And okay, well, let's we'll talk about when we get to this recap. All right, third or fourth, there's no urgency, and it felt like it was taking five hours of the third and fourth quarters. Okay, when Aaron Rodgers can't get back through those interceptions, and it felt like okay, so first of all, whatever was working for the Packers, there was a minimal things working for Green Bay in this game, but whatever was working, the small amount of things that was working, they drove completely away from it. It feels like, and um, the toss was obviously were not working. But like, come on, this but you knew this Buccaneers team was going to blitz. You knew they were going to do it. I know we have a great offensive line. We we've you know they've been great through four weeks, but they are sending six, which is full of Levante David, Shaq Barrett, Dominican Sue, Jason Pierre-Paul, some great defense in that I've never heard of. They got some great players in. They're blitzing every single play. So to run and toss to Aaron, or to run and toss to Aaron Jones, every single play, to a lot went wrong. A lot went wrong. And whatever, like I said, whatever worked, we didn't do it in the second half. Um, let's mostly talk about today the idiocy. Um, I'm feeling pretty down after that loss. But the absolute stupidity I've seen 
in, on Twitter, Cheesehead TV Watch Party, is just how stupid everyone is after this one loss. Um, let's first address what uh, – all right, so we're talking about – and here comes all the, the Jordan Love hate again. Me and Big B are one of the biggest defenders of Jordan Love, one of the biggest Jordan Love lovers. Okay, we love you, Jordan, and we're going to defend that pick until the day we die, even if he is a bust, because right now there is nothing to defend. There is nothing to argue about how Jordan Love will play. All there is is to argue about the idea of the pick, and the idea of the pick on the when you dig deeper and not just look at some report from Sports Fox or whatever and calling Coward – it's a pretty good pick, and it has – and I know he's not active. I know Tim Boyle is a backup, maybe because Tim Boyle is in his third year in the NFL and his second year with Matt LaFleur. If, okay, Jordan Love, he's a first-round pick for a reason. He's a first-round pick for a reason. He put up great numbers at Utah State for a reason. He's, he, is, he, he is a great player. He's a great football player. So – Jordan Love, okay, so Tim Boyle multiplies his efficiency, his skills, times five, just by one season with Aaron Rodgers. Imagine what a first-rounder Jordan Love will look like in three years when he's actually going out there to start, and we have 15 more years of career success. So the point about this, though, is arguing that Jordan Love is not a pick because of the outcome of this game. You can argue that Jordan Love was a good, not a good pick, okay? You can have that opinion. But you cannot argue. Like, that, this, this game cannot inflame your feelings about it anymore. I mean, if you're looking at it, really, you can say Aaron Rodgers sucked this game, and in three years it's going to be a great decision to move on from him. If that's what... If, that, if you're going to look at game by game how this is going, then this should be a great support for the Jordan Love pick because absolutely no one available at pick 26 would change the outcome at this game at all. No wide receiver, no offensive tackle, no center, no middle linebacker, no safety, no cornerback would change the outcome of this game. And to argue that Pa- or someone like Patrick Queen would come in there. And, I mean, that wasn't our problem. The defense played okay. Not, six out of ten drives the defense had, they, they played okay. They didn't do catastrophic, whatever the word is. Catastrophically, it wasn't a disaster every drive on defense like it was in San Fran the two times last year. They were okay. But... Whenever you get a stop, whenever you get those two three and outs, and the offense goes three and out again, gains five yard on a drive. Come on. It's I I don't think you can really blame this game on the defense. You can definitely say they didn't get that the big play that we were waiting for all second half. And I know people that Adrian Amos the uh, uh, Ty Summers dro- or dropped missed opportunity picks are going to be talked about, overanalyzed. 
but you cannot blame this game on the defense. The the Packers, the offense never stepped up. Aaron Rodgers never did anything. I think that that's what you got to say. People are really mad at this game. It's uh, there's a lot of season. I don't think we heard your voice, Big B, once. Um, so so let let's hear. Let's hear it, Big B. Just give us some thoughts so I, I don't take up this whole episode. I mean, you are doing a great job. Round of applause. Everybody, round of applause. Thank you. Yep. 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 Yeah, that okay. was a shit. Can't blame this on the defense. I can't blame it on Mike Pettin. The defense played great, I thought. Yes, yes, yes. The, if the offense doesn't throw their defense out there 30 times in the second half, it's, it's a like pretty good performance. It's a pretty to. good performance by the defense. Yeah. But we were outscored 38 to nothing in quarters two, four through four. And, yeah. and that was mostly because there was 500 snaps for Tom Brady and Ronald Jones. It wasn't a, a disaster like it was with Raheem Mostert or George Kittle. It was a, it was a terrible performance by the offense. Yeah. It, they they did the offense line was not good. They didn't have a plan to stop this pass rush. I don't know what it is. I'm not an NFL coach. That's the reason I'm not an NFL coach cuz I couldn't tell you how to stop this pressure. But I mean that's why Matt LaFleur was hired for the job. And I'm not saying Matt Fleur's an awful coach or he should be fired, obviously. But but at some point he got to be they're sending five, six every single play. You gotta have an answer. At least a a temporary uh remedy. Run the stuff that worked for you in weeks one through four. We didn't see any of the stuff that worked for us in weeks one. Like they didn't even try it. It's a shame. Yep. It's a shame. Yep. Um, Jamal Williams still getting people angry because he dared. He dared to joke about Tom Brady not knowing what fourth down was in the uh, in the final drive on a very important play. He dared to make a joke about that. All right. Okay. Here we go. All right. Now, now, now you got me a little, little flustered over here. All right. I, I've been – I – I get DMs on my Jamal Williams account, like, good few, all right? Mm -hmm. The one today when this man said, Jamal Williams clearly said Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady. I'm like, dude, he never, he never, he never said that. What are you talking about? You are a dumbass. Watch the video so you can get educated. Go, go off, do whatever you please. You are a dumbass. Don't oh my God. bring my goat into this conversation this is, okay. and F off. God, that is such a Corey Banky rant right there. Okay, and Jamal had a great game in the first quarter. He did. That one run was effing phenomenal. That yes. got me hype. And that's, what, like, talking, that's what we were game. talking about at halftime. The little things that worked, which was sending Jamal Williams right up the middle, they didn't do that at all. At all after the first quarter. Like, like he was running. Lot, this is quite a bit different of a game than the Week 10 match against San Fran. Yeah, and he was running angry. He was 
It looked like he was ready to destroy. Mm-hmm. All right, and you don't even like. I don't even think he touched the ball in the second half. Yeah, and okay, so I, I think this is the biggest thing. Uh, I can't believe I didn't bring this up. They gave up way too early. They, they gave did up way to to punt. I don't care. Okay, and like I'm not saying if you follow my shirt, I'm not saying if they didn't if they kept on going to the last second they would win this game but i think it would be a lot closer i don't think they would lose by 28 i they punted three times they punted three or four times when they were down by 28 they punted with six minutes left in the third quarter they brought out aj Dillon at the start of the fourth quarter why is aaron Rodgers still in when aj Dillon is in it and we've only seen aj Dillon in garbage time in the first four weeks like AJ Dillon, I'm I'm I was impressed by him today. He was he looked pretty damn good. Well, thank but you. like, we can talk about on. that this Friday. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about the little good that we saw. Okay. All right, but they gave up way too early, and I mean, like I said, and just why? Why can we not? Why not go for it? Yeah, like you have nothing to lose. Like and, you're gonna lose this game regardless anyway. And I'm, I am like, get it. Maybe it's just like- my personality, where I mean, I felt <laughs> I had faith to like two minutes left in the conference championship game this past year. I felt all right. We're only down by fourteen. Yep. Now twenty one. Yep. Now yep. fourteen. Now twenty one. Oh. Now four. Okay, but <laughs> what in the world? Even with eight minutes left, we're not going to huddle. There's no urgency. Um, and it's like seriously, what do you have to lose if you yeah, if you yeah. don't? What do you yeah, have with oh, okay? So maybe if you're there's ten minutes left in the game, and you're you're really just risking your players, <laughs> but we like you are. I just throw there's, a there's plenty of time left in the game. There's plenty of time left to pull out a miracle and score three or four touchdowns. Yep. And they they didn't even try. Yep. It's like just throw. Just throw a slant or something. It's it's literally won't kill you if you go for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, like, there is a lot of things, just a lot of key plays that if they didn't happen, we would have would have been a lot more in this game. Aaron Rodgers, two interceptions, first off. Pretty much 14 points right there. Josh Jackson's PI, which was an awful call, but also what the typical Josh Jackson. I'm sorry, but that guy sucks. Like, I'm I'm sorry. I know that's your boy, but he is bad. I mean, he did hold up. He did have a couple nice tackles. Yeah. But he's not he's the real, Okay, so his physical his physicalness either ends up killing him yep. or he makes a good play. Exactly. It's like so, so, and you got, like, okay, so a third stop, it's nice, but when 50 yards, yep. I think you, you can pretty easily see the, the downturn of that. Yep. Recap, summary, gave up too early, no urgency. First, I mean, that that Ty Summers dropped interception where it's going up 15 yards is a pretty good summarization. Next week we got Houston. Uh, Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Be on the lookout this Friday where we preview the Houston Texans with Cheesehead TV's Maggie Loney. Thank you, Big B, for joining me. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm so ready to go to bed and forget this ever existed.
Yeah. Maybe I'll be actually able to focus tomorrow in school. Yep. Um, burn the tape. That's all I got to say is just burn the tape. Yep, burn it, burn, burn it, burn it. it. Um, I'm super hungry. <laughs> nice. We'll see you later. Carry the G.